I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You know, much like Coach Prime, I don't let anyone tell me what to do. Yeah, you and Coach Prime, same guy. I don't, uh, I don't follow trends. I make them. Yeah, same yeah, guy. People always said Rich Davis. It's like you and Coach Prime. And always I always thought you, know, you right. and uh, you and Deion Sanders, same That's, dude. Yeah, same guy. No, but when I was in high school, I was the kid that wanted to do multiple things. And I feel like most people that like music, like sports and sports and music. I was in like high school plays. That was like the nerdy side of me. I loved, I was, uh, I was on the Broadway show in high school, but I also was a good athlete. And no. they were like, well, what are you going to do? And I remember always being like, what do you mean? What am I going to do? How about? Both. If I'm sure watched, someone told Otani choose, and what did he say? No. If you watched Hard Knocks last night, you saw once again the Jets' infatuation with Broadway. So <laughs> clearly, there's a like a, a, a kinship, if you will, between entertainer and athlete. Well, because they were super pumped to go to that Michael Jackson show, and Danny G had the best quote. He said, "Man, it's 2023. We're still trying to figure out the moon wall." That's exactly how he sounds. <laughs> First of all, I don't sound anything like that. <laughs> Still trying to figure out the moonwalk. It is true, though. I loved watching the Jets try to moonwalk, but listen, I never understood it. And I know I'm in the minority here, but a lot of men that are like, Broadway shows, plays, boring to me. I love talent. 
The way you watch Patrick on Mahomes. On the stage, on the field. Dude, the way you the watch. The field is their stage. The way you watch Patrick Mahomes roll out of the pocket and do some sidearm, ridiculous yeah. flip pass, or the way you watch recently signed Nick Bosa. Go Niners, baby! Uh, the way you see Nick Bosa get around that edge and get to the quarterback. I love just watching talent. I love watching it on display. And to me, watching someone sing on a stage and watching someone play on a field is a, not a sexual turn on, but like a life turn on to me. Like I look at it and I'm like, look at them. They are singing their ass off on a stage or look at them on the bit. Look at that guy throwing 98 mile an hour heat on the pitchers, man. When people are at an elite talent level, Acting, singing, dancing, playing a sport. I, I don't know one. how someone could be like, lame. I got one for you. Yeah, I agree, man. Especially music and sports. They go hand in hand. What's the game without a killer track playing in the background? What gets you more emotional, Rich, before we talk about how thrilled you are about Nick Bosa? Well, because now, you that see, Nick, now that Nick Bosa's arrived and it's official, yeah, I could like, like every Niners fan, I could let out a deep breath. Like how Danny G felt when Josh Jacobs was like, okay, $12 million. Then you feel like, all right, now it's go time. Yeah. It was like underlying. It was like, well, come on, Bosa. Come on, Niners. Get, get it done. It's like in the back of your mind, the entire training camp. What makes you more emotional as a guy who appreciates talent, regardless of the stage, whether it be the court, the field, or the actual stage? At the end of a Broadway show, when everyone goes out for their curtain call, and they're taking their bat. I don't care. I don't, by the like, way, yeah. I don't care. Oh man, that was great. I don't or care when you see your team win or like an accolade like Giancarlo Stanton no. getting a curtain call, and you're like, wow, man, no. that's incredible. What no. gets you more emotional? Broadway show. Well, that's where your heart's at. I think. Yeah, that's really who you are, yeah. little orphan Annie, little Broadway. Deep boy. down, you're little Broadway boy. Deep little, down, they call me little orphan Dicky. You know, <laughs> ask yourself that question, Fox Sports Radio Nation, will come out and it shows you where you lean. Tomorrow. Yeah. So that's who you are. Well. Truthfully, if truth be told, three for a loop. Truth be told. I'll tell you what, when Giancarlo Stanton hit that 400th yesterday, a little tear like welled up right there. Truth be told, I, I don't have many sports. I, I'm a Niners fan and a Mets fan. It's been a minute since I've had the reason to cry positively about something. <laughs> so, you know, get back to me in February. If, I didn't uh, say cry because Vatos don't cry. I say, I said, makes you emotional. Yeah, I got two little kids. I'm emotional every day. Okay, fair enough. Anyway. Tell me how emotional you are about Nick Bosa then. I just think that, you know, I'm curious. Let me look at let me look at DraftKings. Let me look at all our sports betting sites. Did the point spread move from two and a half? Because if it did, I'm going to be so angry that I didn't jump on it at two and a half. Well, Nick Bosa, while Rich looks this up. Oh, it's still two and a half from what I say. Became the highest paid defensive player in history, solidifying a five-year deal, $122.5 million guaranteed, five-year $170 million dollar deal props to you man props to him yeah I mean just in time for week one they said he stayed in great shape in the offseason he was doing his own training it's not like he's it's not like he's you know gonna show up all chubby now like hey guys I'm here he's been staying sharp so Nick Bosa you know who is hope there's one angry person you know who that angry person is there's there's one person madder than everyone else they thought they were going to get away the with The second one. highest paid defensive player in history? Who's that, Micah Parsons? Probably. But he can't Is it Watt? Who's the second highest player now? Is it <laughs> Was it Micah Parsons? It might be. I mean, I'm just guessing, dude. No, I was going to say, the, the maddest person in the NFL right now? Chandler Jones, because he can't get into the gym. No. <laughs> 
Kenny Pickett thought that he might slot. He's he was four days away from being like, yo, I get the Niners defense without Bosa. Oh, thank you. And now Kenny Pickett's like, oh, son of a. So Niners got their defense, which by the way, there's few players in the NFL that you could tell changed the whole dynamic and complexity of an offense or defense. And Nick Bosa is now the highest paid defensive player of all time for good reason. The guy is a beastodon, as your Jersey friends would say. He's a mammoth. He's a mammoth. He's a mammoth. When healthy, Nick Bosa is a game changer. And he's such a peculiar, odd guy, too. I like him. I like Nick Bosa. So, hey, Niner fans, that's my enthusiasm for the day. I don't want to be too much of a homer, but I came in here, and on the drive over is when the news broke. I think you have to call yourself a homer to be aware of. It's probably one of the biggest stories of the day. No, but I'm saying, of course, it's the headline on every website. The main story of today. Now, will Chris Jones follow in line? Is he is he the next guy, Danny? Or you think tomorrow happens without one of Kansas City's three best players? It feels like he's still far apart with the Chiefs. It does feel that way. Well, Jones or not, Kelsey or not, Mahomes is still sitting pretty, in my opinion. Biggest impact player in the league. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to get that off my chest my chest because I do want to talk about Chris Jones later, unless you want to start with that, because he had a he had a statement that you and I got a kick at it because if you guys can think of other examples, you ever hear someone say something and they almost are saying it as if you've never heard it before and you're like, Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard someone say that. That happens all the time. Especially with callers on the radio. It's kind of like the equivalent of someone sending you a, a meme or a video that you've seen a hundred times. Like someone's still sending you, hey man, did you see Crazy Plain Lady? Like, yeah, of course I saw Crazy Plain Lady. You're like three weeks late to the story. Is someone thinking that they discovered it? Meanwhile, it's old. Or, or you, like I said, it's usually a quote or something where they're like, you know what they say, and you're like, yeah, I've heard that a million times. Well, Chris Jones gave you the, hey, I'm not sure if you heard this one before, but opinions are like b-holes. Everyone's got one and they all stink. I'm just asking for a raise. And he says it with the thought like, I don't know if you guys heard this one, but wait wait to get a load of this. Yeah, it's like you ever have someone say, you know, for every hot girl, there's a dude sick of sleeping with her. Like, wow, I've never heard that one. Well, really? Wow, did you just invent that? That was pretty good. Hold on. Say that again. Let me write it down. For every hot woman out there. There's a guy sick of sleeping with her. There's a guy sick what? of sleeping with her. Yeah, that's a really good one. So when Chris Jones says, opinions are like uh, b-holes. Everyone's got one and they stink. Uh, yeah, heard, uh, we've heard it, Chris. We've heard it. But I do want to go from Nick Bosa to Chris Jones to tomorrow night, Covino, as you would say, as our kids would say. One sleep. Does every kid say that? You know, did your daughter me, say that? No, for me, that's a recent one. I've heard that from you as a current dad of a little nose picker, and I've heard it in other places in pop culture. One more sleep. I think that's how kids register things, though. So one more sleep until the NFL season officially kicks off. I think that's how you register it. And I heard one of our best buds here at Fox Sports Radio. Not you, Ramos. You're my best bud. Don't worry. Not you, Danny G or Dan Byer. Rob Parker. I heard Rob Parker, who I love and respect so much. Oh, he's the best. Have a take yesterday that I almost wanted to text him and be like, yo, you playing with me? 
He was saying that. You can't be serious. And I say that uh, respectfully. Rob Parker said, if Kansas City doesn't have two of their three best players, and it's safe to argue that Mahomes, Kelsey, and Chris Jones are their three biggest impact players. Is that a fair statement? Yeah. Fair statement, Danny G. You're an AFC West guy. Yeah, big time. But still a great team. Rob Parker said, and again, you have Mahomes, so the biggest factor of the game. He said, if Detroit doesn't win this game and Kansas City doesn't have two of its three biggest players, impact players, if Jones is out and Kelsey's out, then the Lions are just straight up fugazi. They're fake. They're posers. They're pl- they're, and I said, I mean, even without that, Kansas City's still at home and they're favorites. I think it's a matter of how that game turns out. I think you could say Detroit's a little fake if they get blown out in Kansas City by a team that's shorthanded. Mm-hmm. But if that's a close game. I mean, it's closer. And Kansas City wins. Like It's like, closer as a result. But I still think that the Chiefs, again, defending champions with the greatest player in the game right now, still win it comfortably. With the expectation of, well, Aaron Rodgers is gone. So Green Bay, you know, there's people that think Jordan Love's looking good and he'll be all right. What do you mean Rodgers is gone? Was he abducted? <laughs> hey Stop it. So with Rodgers out of conference, you know, Justin Fields and that Chicago team is going to be better, but they're not there yet. Minnesota, everyone always has their doubts with Kirk Cousins. They always will. The narrative and the, and the sexy pick, again, is Detroit should win the NFC North, right? Wouldn't you agree that one of the L's on that schedule, if you looked at it, would be at Kansas City? If they went 11-6 and six or 10-7 and seven even, wouldn't you say one of those L's would be in Kansas City and there's no shame in that game? No shame in that game. Unless you lose 35-3, to three, then it's like, oh, what the hell's going on here? Now, again, Ron Parker's the man. He is. Him and Chris are fighting good about it. It was a great. It was great yesterday. I'll give him some props. I like the outcome. But I'm wondering how everybody else feels about that. Anyone agreeing with Rob Parker, Danny G? Do you agree with is that? Is this a window for Detroit? It's a window you know for Detroit to show what they're made of. But I, I, I still can't expect them to win. It's funny you bring up this exact debate that they were having because I was here and after they went to the commercial break. <laughs> Rob Parker Peacock, he walked out of the studio and he said to uh, Shay, he said, did you hear me yelling on the radio? That's real sports talk. <laughs> no way. Yeah, he, he, did. Did. he was so he was fired Yo, up. Yeah. I hadn't heard. Oh, okay. Rob, so this was like a, a big debate. Yeah. Rob Parker was all in on it. And I felt like I was team Chris Broussard where I'm like, "Yo, listen, the Chiefs could win a close game and the Lions could have nothing to be ashamed of. They played a close game against the defending champs in Kansas City. I know you're down Kelsey and I know you're probably down Chris Jones unless a miracle happens in the next 12 to 24 hours. Look, Kelsey's a great player, but Mahomes also helps make him to be the great player that he is. And a good quarterback can make anybody look good. For a week even. I'm not trying to take anything away from Kelsey. I'm just saying, think of how many receivers Tom Brady made look uh, made him look great. There was a right? minute. There so was a minute Mahomes where make uh, some tight end look good. There was a minute. Do you remember? There was a minute where Tom Brady was like, "Who's he throwing to? Hogan?" They, they, there was yeah. random guys that at moments in his career, Tom Brady looked like so he made him look one like a one game, or two receiver for one game. I, I actually agree with you, Rich. And when we agree, it's fact. You know, I'm not trying to agree with you. I, that's just how I see it, Danny G. When you 
we're here to witness that. Where were you leaning? <laughs> oh, really? You think the you think I, the Lions have to win well, that? Well, no, he also wants no, no, no. he also wants the Chiefs to lose. Here's yeah, the thing. yeah, that's, no, here's the thing, though. that's you, exactly what you, I was going to say. You I'm, look at it like the Lions have to win it I, with two I key players like, down. I but. feel like I would have took Parker's point more so if the game was in Detroit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Let me ask our other dude over there, Dan Byer. Dan, is DB. there DB 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 Bizzle? Is there pressure? On the Lions to win, or a clo- is a close game good enough? Because it, it's still Kansas City in KC. If they go ten and seven, eleven and six, I think this is a scheduled L on Detroit's schedule. Close game is fine by me in in my eyes. If they play them close, then uh, all is right with Detroit for me. I am yeah. not expecting the world. This was the story. This was the biggest story going until Nick Bosa happened. This was the story. This was the headline. Because we got a glimpse of Aaron Rodgers. We got a glimpse of old Aaron Rodgers. That's a little peculiar and fun. Aaron Rodgers, as you've said, too, this has been a big look-at-me-now campaign for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, right? Like, man, look at this guy. He could do no wrong. What happened to Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay? The truth is it's like any relationship. When you're done with it, you're just checked out. When you're moving out of your house or apartment, you stop cleaning. You stop caring. When you're done in your relationship. When you're handing a leased car back, you stop getting car washes. Oh, and if yeah. a check engine light goes on, you're care. like, who cares? So, of course, he wasn't bonding with his receivers, his young receivers in Green Bay. He was done. He stopped caring. What did he care about? Darkness retreats, licking frog butts. Like, he was doing all sorts of different things. Is that Mike Tyson? That, that was, was Mike, Mike Tyson. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. You know, ayahuasca. He's doing all these different things. That's what Aaron Rodgers cared about then. So, he comes here to the Jets. And we're like, man, what a guy. He's shaking hands. He's kissing babies. He's at all the games. He's the greatest guy going. And then last night we saw a little glimpse, a little glimpse, even yeah. though I thought it was, I, I think it's great. I thought it was awesome. We saw a little glimpse of the old Aaron Rodgers on Hard Knocks. Saying that he saw a UFO. Take a listen. We had this great dinner at his house in Jersey. I was making my way to bed and I had like a 5 a.m. wake up uh, and I was, I was getting down to bed. I heard this alarm in the distance going off and it just didn't seem like normal when I heard some rustling downstairs. So I got up, walked downstairs. It was a beautiful night. Steve and his brother and I walked outside and up in the clouds, you know, we, we heard this sound and we saw this tremendously large object moving through the sky and it was like a scene out of Independence Day when ships are coming into the atmosphere and they're creating this like uh, kind of explosion type fire in the sky. We just saw this incredibly large object and froze as anybody would because you know what the hell was going on and eventually it went out of sight and nobody said a word. We just stood frozen, the three of us on the front stoop of of Steve's house and about 30 seconds later we heard the real recognizable sound of fighter jets going. Oh, there you go. See, there he is. Aaron Rodgers. He goes on to say, hey, look, I don't know what it was, but it was, it was unidentified. unidentified. It was flying and it was a, a large object. And I sat there watching the final episode of Hard Knocks. And I'm like, yes, that's the guy we remember. I love this story. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, remember he, oh, the weirdo. He's, people were calling him a weirdo. Now, I was thinking, man, this is gold for the producers and the cameramen there. Like, oh my goodness. Keep going. Keep go- Does he realize the cameras are Did on? you see aliens? Now, I'm not saying he's a weirdo. I'm just saying that's the side we miss. I love this story. I'm from New Jersey. I'm like, tell me more. Where did this happen? I want to believe it. 
And I want to open it up to you, Fox Sports Radio Nation. 877-99 on Fox and at Cavino and Rich. Do you know anybody that really saw a UFO or had this similar experience? Because I'm not saying do you know the type Aaron of people? Rogers, do you know the type of people that are going to call a radio station about UFOs? It. And we welcome them because <laughs> I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is I believe the guy. I do. I'm just saying that was a little glimpse of the guy who was yeah. getting a lot of criticism in Green Bay. Yes, because I do believe him. I do. He had witnesses. His buddy Steve. Didn't wasn't there a blimp? That, this is one of the best stories. Thank you, Spot. Yo, high five. Bud. High five. Yeah, you said, you uh, can tell the story better. Said Ice Cube was a pimp. There, <laughs> there was a, there was a story. And this was in New Jersey, by the way. And you'll get a kick out of this. There were all these people in their cars on the Jersey Turnpike, and they all started calling nine one one. This happened like a year ago. So, Spot, see if see if you could figure out the year. No, there you go. It's the pandemic blurring with your memory. This is like probably three years ago. All these people are calling 911. They're spaceships. There's UFOs. They're coming for us. And it turns out it was a blimp over MetLife. It was September of 2020. <laughs> September of 2020. See, over three years ago. And three by the way, ago. you don't think that, like, it whoever's was the Goodyear Aaron, blimp. Whoever, <laughs> Goodyear? Nah, the worst. Whoever's in Aaron Rodgers' camp must have been like, no, come on, guys. We've been having such great press for the for the past few months. You don't think it's fun, though. No. It is fun, but you know it's going to be criticized. You know it's going to be criticized. Because there's so many naysayers when it comes to stuff like this. I do believe. So although I find it funny and entertaining, I want to make it very clear I'm not coming down on Aaron Rodgers at all. I'm like, tell me more. I love it. You know, Rich and I, we've had the honor and privilege of interviewing a ton of people from entertainers to athletes. No aliens, though. No aliens yet that we know of (laughs) in our radio career. And I remember talking to Dan Aykroyd, of all people, and he told us about this experience he had. He was at a high rise in, I believe it was New York City. or It was, was, right? Or was it in Canada? No, it was in New York. It was in New York? Yeah. So he's in a sky. He saw a spaceship fly right up to the window. And he says, you know, it changed his life. And he told us, I'm looking in his eyes, man. I'm like, you know what? He this also, guy's uh, telling the truth. He also smelled like he was drinking a little. He was probably boozing. <laughs> he was pitching that that vodka he sells. But I believed him. You got to look at somebody and like, yo, did they really see or do they really believe what they think they saw? Aaron Rodgers, whether you believe it or not, he saw something. And I believe that he saw something. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You got to know your worth. The story goes like this. The dad of USC's Caleb Williams says a bad situation could lead his son, Caleb, to skip the 2024 draft. And he goes on to say some stuff that I think are great. This is great. He talked to Archie Manning. His career was shot because he ended up with the Saints. Think about that. Peyton and Eli's dad, arguably on the right team, would have been better than them. Mm-hmm. But he was on the Aints. He's talked to Lincoln Riley about, look at Kyler Murray struggling because of where he was drafted. Baker Mayfield struggled mightily because of where he was drafted. The organization matters. Yeah, so a, if you a great think situation plays such a big factor on your career trajectory. If you think you're tanking for Caleb Williams, Paul, that depends. Does he want to play for you? Because he could very well say, pass, go back and play next year. And it might put him in a better scenario the following year. But here's and the thing. There's layers now because the, the of the following end- year, you're still going to end up with a crappy organization because that's just how it works. But it's a matter of, well, maybe he prefers that city. Maybe he prefers that team regardless. And it might benefit him financially to stay back another year. Now, it's possible. Think about this. With the NIL, that adds another layer because it used to be well, I want to get to the league as soon as possible. I don't want to miss out on these millions I can make. You go from a college kid to a multimillionaire, why on earth would I delay this decision? Well, if you can make $5 million plus, which I think Caleb Williams can make this year, there's no urgency like previous generations. When you see hot gymnasts like Livy Dunn making millions of dollars, if you see... Angel Reese, who's making more money playing college hoops than if she joined the WNBA. College players have a new outlet to make money. Yeah, that's that's the best example. Why would she rush joining the WNBA when she could make more money as a college student? Now, and, to quote Mike, who runs this place? Yeah. He said... Uh, who? Mike. Mike, Mike. He said, uh, you never know how much power you wield until you wield your own power. He did huh? say that. And I was like, oh, that's so deep. He did. That's what I meant, too, by knowing yeah. your worth. It's a lot of wielding. Value. Yes, a lot of wielding. I know. So, And I, to back up Rich's situation and what makes things different now, Danny G, you sent us this story today. Shadur Sanders is now projected to make $3.8 million through NIL this season. That's up to $2.5 million from before his breakout game against TCU. One breakout game, and everyone's all about Coach Prime and his son. The guy's making 
more than two million dollars more in Nearly a week. Three million more than Joe Burrow's base salary this season, which is a little over one million. College athletes that are popular on Instagram and TikTok. That's are more than both millions. Herbert and Trevor Lawrence's base salaries this season. So if the NIL is able to produce that kind of money for these young athletes, these college students, then maybe you have a good point. Maybe he's doing the right thing for him. Now, you could argue a, a, a bunk team will always be the first or second pick. But crazier things have happened, and they're saying, yeah, what if what if a good team struggles or there's an injury or something? You could you, a good organiz, good organizations sometimes have a couple bad years. So if Caleb Williams comes out of the season, maybe wins another Heisman. If he's like, you know, look what happened to Kyler Murray with the Cardinals. No thunks. Yeah, I don't want to play. He for might them. say, you and know, by the way, he's not the first. See, people are very critical, right? There's been other stories for other reasons. Like, even Gronkowski, that was one of my favorite stories. Rob Gronkowski pretended to retire. <laughs> Do you remember that story? Well, they, they said, hey, Gronk, we're trading you to the Lions. Like, well, see, yeah, now you're no. upsetting Lions fans in your oh, new, fa- your new but favorite hey, place. No, no, no. I'm just telling the story as told by him. And he said, uh, no, because I'm going to retire anyway. That's so before the Lions had all the dogs. They yeah, had yeah, yeah, dogs right. this, is, this is when the Lions were like probably like 2-14 and 14 or something. He said... Oh, you're going to trade me the Lions? Well, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to retire. So in his own way, he sort of bamboozled the system to benefit his career and where he bam- was going to play. You, see, you even said the word bamboozle because uh, you're thinking old school. How would you describe it then? No, it's, a, a Manipulate, work it to your see, advantage? you're using negative words, bamboozle, manipulate, or do what's right for him. Or he did what, orchestrate. He orchestrated, orchestrated what was right for him. But you realize, bam, you, and I'm not saying you said it on purpose, but bamboozle and manipulate because we never saw that type of maneuvering. Smarts? Yeah, we never really saw it that way. A guy taking you know, his a guy own career to his own hands? They, wherever, exactly. Exactly. It, it was still new and fresh. But I'm, gl- you know, I'm almost glad. I'm almost glad you said bamboozle manipulate because yeah. what it does is it shows that we've been conditioned to think that if a player takes control of their own destiny exactly. and path, that they're manipulating some billionaire system. You're absolutely right. And Caleb Williams is like, nah, homie, don't play that. Well, and- again, it's very exceptional because he's an exceptional player. Yeah. Right. Well, and you never know not, the power you wield that's exactly. until you wield your power. Not everybody <laughs> could play by those rules, but not everybody is Caleb Williams. Well, let me you give see you the a, difference. That's why people get all crazy about it. Let me give not you three everybody guys. has this sort of power. I know you're a bigger fan of five guys. Those burgers are good. Let me give you three guys. Give me three guys that have done this, and not that we forget, but it sort of worked out for them. Two more than the third. Do you remember when John Elway was slated to be in the New York Yankees starting lineup? Because what did he say? As a I am, right fielder, right? I am not playing for the Colts. No thanks. No way, no how. Dude, he was in the lineup with Donnie Baseball. John that, Elway. Playing right field. How crazy is that? Uh, they show that in the 30 for 30 from Elway to Marino? Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Elway was like, no, hey, Colts, if you draft me, I'm letting you know I'm not playing for the Colts. Ironically, he paid for another horse, Broncos. But he's like, Colts? No. Broncos? Yes. John Elway said, I'm willing to say no and go play baseball. Well, think about the Colts at that time in our life. Our favorite example is, remember at the supermarket when you were a kid, you had two options. I'm either going to ride that mechanical horse outside of the supermarket, or I'm going to use that little candy machine to get one of those plastic helmets. If you got one of those 
plastic helmets, and it was the Indianapolis Colts. It was like you just wasted a quarter. <laughs> I remember getting the Colts. I remember so, thinking like, I don't want the Colts helmet. The Colts were the weakest helmet. So bad. I remember when I was a kid. So you think John Elway wanted to play for them? When I was a kid, we didn't really go to football games. With my family. We watched football. We went to a lot of baseball games. The first football game I went to. Again, we're talking early eight. The first football game I went to was Colts Jets because. People want to just right. give away the tail. You want to go see the Colts? So you can't blame Elway for doing what he did back then because Elway knew his worth. Not everybody could do this. Let me give you if another. If everybody thought they could, then yeah, I would see the problem with Caleb Williams should definitely do this. Let me give you another. You might have heard of him. Two-time Super Bowl champion. Beat the GOAT twice. Eli Manning. What did he say? And this is an interesting one because San Diego, yeah, his dad said, you're right, Danny G. His dad said, but he's, you know, the the Chargers at the time, San Diego, a desirable place to live. Beautiful. Maybe my favorite place on the West Coast, San Diego. But he's like, not feeling it. I don't like the organization. I don't like the direction. I will not play for you. Forced to trade. New York Giants wins two Super Bowls. You know, I thought of another. Yeah, where was that musty energy back then? If any, if anyone's mad about Caleb Williams, you know, do you have the same energy about Eli Manning and John Elway? And John Elway? That's the question you got to ask yourself. It's not the first time this has happened, and not everybody could could do this. Please fill remember in, that. Fill in the blanks for me, because I know you guys in in the room. We could all fill in the blanks because I just thought of this one. If you watched the Bo Jackson thirty for thirty. Wasn't he quick to be like, well, I'll play that sport if you do this. Well, I'll play that sport because he had the options. Why did I feel like Bo, Bo Jackson didn't want to play? He did anything he wanted anyway. There's a story that went viral recently where he left the game early because he, he faked an injury or something because his wife was having a baby. He yeah. did something where he was like, you know, they wouldn't let him out of the game, so he just found a way ah, to leave. I looked oh, it he up. got kicked out. He got kicked out of the game on purpose so he could go and be I there found for it. the birth of his baby. Danny, you found the tail? Yeah. Bo Jackson, when he graduated from Auburn, yeah. was selected as the first overall pick by the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now, if you remember back then, now we all look at that Bucks uh, creamsicle uniform and it's like, what a cool throwback. Back then, that represented misery. That was <laughs> Steve Young, Vinny Testaverde, no one could <laughs> yeah. win on that team. It was awful. Bo Jackson said, are you going to draft me? Well, just know that if you do, I'm going to go play baseball with the Kansas City Royals. He did and then opted That's later. That's the power of options, yeah. man. The well, power well, you options. know, it's the option of uh, you know who taught us this? Steve Harvey, the legend. True story. I'm not. Oh, gonna I think you're gonna drop. say. I think you were gonna say Mike, who said, "You never know how much power you wield until you wield your power." No, but I remember <laughs> Steve Harvey looked us in the eye as young broadcasters, and he said, "Let me tell you guys something. Multiple streams of income. You got to have another job up your sleeve. That way, you have more power when you when you negotiate." Bo Jackson had other options yeah, at the time. We're at Sirius XM. He's like. So, what else you got going on? Because unless you're working for multiple things, then you you ain't in control. Of they anything. they got you by the huevos. Yeah, multiple streams of income. And so again, if Caleb you can't Williams, be mad at Bo Jackson because he had options, or John Elway, or Caleb Williams, he has options and he has options to make money in college. And that's, that's a, something. A really that's cool something, story. That's something none of those other guys had. I know. So you're assuming like the whole idea of tanking for a player now. You before you start tanking on purpose. Deep down inside, you better be sure that someone wants to come to your organization. 
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's snap. Getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of hectic. They say hectic or heavy, Danny G. It's hectic, hectic right? Yeah. yeah. It's getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of hectic. <laughs> Covino Correct. and Rich. It's not heavy? No, it's hectic, I believe. Uh, you know, CNR we're on FSR. <laughs> no, we're trying to figure out for a day. We went to the LAFC game the other day for uh, Messi's big debut out here in Los Angeles for Inter Miami. The 32-50... Four? Seven. Is it there? They're not trying to help you. You lost your memory. That's not my fault. 30s. Well, the crowd that by the one goal where they all chant the whole game nonstop. 32-52. Is it 32-52? 35 and 6-2-4, I think it is. Oh, you know no, what? Forget 25. it. 25. I hate all of you. Let's just move along. <laughs> really quick, it's yeah. both. He says hectic and heavy in this. Oh, really? Yes, see, I thought so. It's oh. both. Yeah, it's both. But it well, is anyway, 32-52. We figured out the chant. What Rich is trying to say is the whole game... LAFC like, versus Messi. We're like, what are they saying? We figured out finally that it's Dolly, 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 black and gold. Dolly, 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 black and gold. Nonstop. Dolly, black and gold. Yeah. Do they hand out free ibuprofen? Yes. For 90 minutes straight. Plus six. But the energy was almost like Rich when he's chalked up. That's how high it was. So we're Covino and Rich live from the TireRack.com studios brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. It's time. Cavino and Rich get you over the middle of the week with Midweek Major. Major. Ooh, I love it. 
love that. We throw sports and pop culture headlines and topics at the fellas, and it's like the kids say. That's so mid. We definitely major. CNR scoring. Midweek major. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, dude. dude, that might have been a record. It was longer this year. Yeah, I felt like, you know, you ever see when someone jumps and then they get like a, a second wind of a jump? Like, how did they levitate? I feel like you levitated, like you got a second wind in there right in the middle. That was dope. All right, before we hand things over to the number one and only host oh, of this man. segment, um, we're going to, and by the way, you, these horns are famous on our show the past year. When they hit, it's the middle of the week. We're going to roll the love dice right now. That's how we, we find out who gets to go first in this game. Still going. Wow. Rich. Who, who rolled Rich first? Rich rolled a nine. Rich. Nine. nine. Rich nine. rolling, and now Covino's turn. Nine, I think, is good. Nine should win. And whoever has the highest number has the advantage. Seven. Ah, so Rich oh. has the advantage. All right. Yeah, if we were playing crap, you'd do all right. Rich gets to go first. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That's me. Oh. The most famous person from Scotch Plains, that's, New Jersey. That's me. Besides Judy Bloom. Stop it. Spotty boy. Hey. All right, guys. All right, let's jump right in. Uh, so Delta Airlines, I don't know if you're a fan, trying to position themselves as the GOAT airline by hiring none other than the GOAT himself, Mr. Tom Brady. Uh, the Atlantis-based carrier announced a multi-year partnership with Brady as their strategic advisor, which will see him contribute to Delta, Delta initiatives focused on employees, customers, and communities. I really have no idea what he's going to do, but they they hired him on. He's going to be part of the strategy for employees and customers, midweek or major. It's sort of mid. So mid. But... <laughs> Anything Tom Brady's sort of tied to, I think, has winning vibes. I'll tell you this. Vibes. We were at the win in Las Vegas, and we were sitting down at the little brunch spot, and they had a Tom Brady TB12, like, juice menu, and we all ordered it because it was like, ooh, Tom Brady's menu. And because it was free. But and, we all ordered yeah, it. And we were on the company's <laughs> dime, but still. I think this is major because is Tom Brady yeah, just capitalizing major. off his own reputation, like making his reputation work for him? He's partnered up with the major airline. Get this. You said strategic advisor. If you read the article a little further, it's strategic advisor of overall greatness. <laughs> so he's just bringing his – he's like a greatness consultant now. Oh, you want to be great? I yeah, got here. Talk to me. Incredible. That's incredible. That's great, real, I don't think that's a real title. That's all he's doing. He's like, Here, here's how you become great, Delta. And he tells a story, and he holds little conferences, and he's involved. Props to him. Is that his business card, by the way? Of overall, of overall greatness. It says uh, it. So anyway, I think yeah. that's a major story. It's just all Tom right. Brady continuing to do big things outside of football. Sure. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, quarterback season two is in the works. That is if they could actually find any quarterbacks to participate. Uh, Peyton Manning, whose production company, Omaha Productions, is behind the series. Omaha! Says he keeps getting turned down. So far, here, here's the list. Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Tua, Jimmy G, Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones, Sam Howell, Baker Mayfield, and Matthew Stafford have all said no. <sighs> so, you know what it is? It's a, it's a, it, I'll tell you what, it's a reflection spot. And this is, this is major, by the way. Definitely major. It's major that all these people, you would think maybe they're like, I can win over new fans. Because we saw Kirk Cousins gain a lot of respect for me and a lot of people. Like, oh, man, what a good dude. I think a lot of people don't want that glimpse into their real life where I thought they would. In a world of social media and TikTok and Instagram, and these guys are all 27, 30 years old, you would think 
What a great branding opportunity. Uh, I agree with Rich. Major story. We spent the whole hour yesterday talking about how public image is everything, especially for a public figure. You're the leader of a, a franchise. It was the story of Sean Payton telling Russell Wilson that he shouldn't be that concerned. There's a lot of players you name there that could use a better public image and better press and this could be their opportunity to redeem themselves and change their public image for the better. So I'll give you one. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Baker Mayfield is one that stood out what completely. What if he How does he ever, not take that? What if Baker Mayfield uh, used that as an opportunity to come across as maybe more humble and mature now or something? That, I, I think this is a fail by those quarterbacks. Major fail. So major story. Good one, Spot. Thank you. Uh, LeBron James. Uh, there's speculation he might be tapping into that Saudi money that everyone's getting a hold of. Oh. Uh, he was spotted in sa- the Saudi capital this week and while the some Saudi kings like play horse with me for a right? billion dollars uh, the purpose of his trip is unclear he was spotted in a gym with signs that said welcome to Arabia Ministry of Sport he was invited to a match with Saudi prospects but a couple months ago he did post about how he would run to Saudi if he was offered the money that Mbappe was offered remember it was that one billion dollar yeah. one-year contract so there is speculation Nothing official, but who knows, midweek or maybe. Wow, Saudi basketball, him and his son. Him and Bronny playing on Team Saudi. Uh, Listen, LeBron's got so much money. There's very few people like an Mbappe that would say, listen, I have enough. What do you need a billion dollars for? If If you have a billion dollars on your own, do you need another billion? I think it's interesting that LeBron would take the money because he he's he has such a clean reputation. I think that Saudi money would dirty up his image. I think it's a, a big time story, much like Tom Brady. Again, looking beyond the sport, LeBron James could be like, you know what? I'm trying to set up my. Didn't he purchase a pickleball team? Sure. Maybe he's like, I'm just trying to set up a new league, man. Trying to do something outside of basketball with these guys, hmm. making money moves. That's big. There's lots of money to be made. Why should he not be involved? All right. And uh, I don't know. This is like the biggest story of the day. I don't know why people are talking about like Bosa or or UFOs. Um, I don't know if you saw in last night's game. But Bryce Harper has shaved his beard. Oh yeah, <laughs> this this as, <laughs> as part of the beard community, this is huge to me. Uh, so yeah, last night's game, the Phillies versus the Padres, he showed up, beard shaven. He's gone 0 for 16 this month with five strikeouts. So he's trying apparently to shake things up, hoping that shaving the beard. But he's getting mixed reactions from everybody. People like it. They didn't recognize no, it. This they is hate weak. It. This is weak All sauce. Right. That's so mad. But I'll Why? tell you Shaving this. Shaving your beard is not weak. It's That's not, like a big it's, move. It's, it's, You're downplaying it's, that. It's his identity. It can Yo, grow back. You ever uh, see your dad when he shaves or you know, made a mistake when you were growing up? You're like, what did you do? That's a big move. I will, you but know continue. What? I'm sorry. It's your it's your. No, so, no. I, I'm going to say. He, I, he I, rolled the highest number. I think this is something to get into next. We'll, we'll go to Dan Byer for an update. And I want to ask everyone this. If you shave your beard or facial hair. Never. If you do this, is it something you need to run by your wife? Do you think Bryce Harper was like, honey, is it okay? Because my wife does not like when I'm clean shaven. It's like, would you let it, would you be okay if your wife came back you need with to a haircut without running it by you? Uh, no, maybe not. But you need to run it by your second, third, maybe your potentially fourth chin because you don't know what's going on. <laughs> you, don't know. Know. you don't know, you don't know anymore. Chris Jones, we'll see what he does. He says, everyone's opinion is like a beehole. Well, you know what? If you want to listen to our overpromised podcast, I have a parlay and a teaser bet. Oh. That we're going to make with DraftKings that mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I am so confident in oh. both of these bets. So, write that down. Hang tight. 
I don't know if I trust Rich though. He hasn't eaten in three days. So he's sort of like Well, we're gonna do the yeah. podcast after the show now. And then I'm gonna go to the gym and I asked Cavino off the air. I said, I, I really have not had solid food since Sunday. Do you think I'll pass out if I go in the well, sauna? Please explain. I mean <laughs> I'm doing a juice cleanse. Yes, yes, Rich is on a juice cleanse, so he's acting all weird. If you man. see me laying on the floor of yeah. the sauna, just please <laughs> he's help fasting me. for his political yeah, weird. beliefs. By the way, if you pass out, I'm not giving you mouth to mouth. I'm just saying. Danny G, that's on you. <laughs> No, Spotty's ah, in that studio. That's on Spotty. Uh, I'll see you guys podcast right now. Overpromise until tomorrow. Are even there, Chief? See you in the promised land. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.